That, that's crazy. Imagínate. Told you I bring the juicy shit oh, with, on, the, on the Melanie's no. podcast. Has this turned to Jonathan Ola last shot? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Bum, 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 dun, 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 dun. I love doing my love. I love that intro, bro. That, I love that break. It, it's amazing. Hey everyone, welcome back to Hola Let's Chat. I'm your host, Melanie. And today we have another episode with someone quite interesting. Howdy, howdy. Uh, I would like to say hello to the radio waves of Spotify. I'm really happy to be here. I've been looking forward to this. You want to just jump straight into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. The viewers are going to want to know how we met. So I think we should just say it. We met on Bumble. Yeah, so we met. <laughs> we met on a dating app and we've been friends yeah say we're, yeah we've been friends, yeah, we've for, been friends for the months that we've known each other yeah. online january since january since online and in person now we obviously went out on a date yeah or we wouldn't fun. be here that was fun i definitely didn't know what to expect that night but i'm definitely glad that we met because i get to be on a cool ass podcast now all right so we met on bumble we're like okay well what are we looking for me personally, I, I can only speak for myself. I was in a, a rough state of mind. So I was kind of like, you know what, like, hey, you know, if we end up being something serious, if we actually end up romantically dating, then I'm cool with that. If I meet you and we just happen to be friends, I'm cool with that too. And the latter obviously happened. So it was definitely, if I'm being honest, like it was my top two first dates I've ever had. Like I said, before we started recording, like the respect I feel that like you command out of a man is what is missing from the dating scene. And I feel like a lot more women could probably take your example. To command respect out of a man is a big thing on a first date because you need to have standards. As far as just your integrability and the respect that you command out of anybody who's like looking to get serious with you. It's, and, and I think that also goes like for men too. Like I feel like men should also have a sense of more self-respect. And I feel like girls will often demand respect as opposed to command respect. I think there's there's a big difference between that. What do you mean? So I think demanding respect is your expectation. You expect the man to open the door. You expect the man to pay for dates. You expect the man to do X, Y, and Z. But to command respect means really to say, for example, I think you're a great example. We went on our first date, right? Yeah. Um, I don't think we held hands. We obviously didn't kiss. No. Obviously didn't hook up. So it's like. Thanks for putting out that um, to the world. <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, and, and that's true because there are people out there that hook up on the first date that like yeah. literally have sex on the first date yeah. by doing all those things and pacing yourself, pacing us, I guess you could say. Like it shows your angle. Yes, exactly. It shows you are to be respected. You are to be taken seriously because to be with you, it's going to require an amount of effort. Like for myself, I always show my intentions and be like, yeah. okay, this is what I'm looking for. This is like where I want to move things. And then for maybe for a guy, like they can kind of like put a mask on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Muchos yeah. no se, no se aguantan. And they're just yeah. like, they come out or like I said, mm -hmm. they, they hide themselves for some time and, then and they they're really like, oh, I'm not like any other guys. Yeah. And you're like, oh no. And I'm like, no, you're, you're not playing with me because I already know how, how this yeah. works. I try not to ever say that, that I'm not like any other guy. It's not that I don't view myself as anything special, but I definitely understand that there are other men out there like me. I can't come into a situation with somebody who I'm trying to romantically date and be like, oh, I'm not like other guys. Like, that's just not going to cut it. Like that might've worked in high school. You know what I mean? That might've worked like when we were kids, but that definitely doesn't work now as an adult. The way I approach it is like, look, this is who I am. This is how I am. These are my intentions. This is where I want to go. And really, if it's meant to be, the person's going to pick up on whatever unique 
quality of me that they see in me. Like the more that I've been on dates, the more I realize that with everyone que conocido, they're so, so different. Like obviously like for myself, I'm looking for specific qualities from a person. Yeah. It's something, okay, like this is what I'm gonna allow and this is what I'm not gonna allow. Mm -hmm. And like with each person, like seeing how they are off the bat when I meet them. And like from person to person with guy, I have like, damn, like each guy is so different. I'm pretty sure you can speak the same with each girl you've met. Yeah. yeah. Like you're like, damn, like she's not like like mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Yep. I feel like that's what I want to talk about is just the beauty of how everyone's different. So each first date, like I notice how certain things like a guy will do that an another guy went out did not mm -hmm. do. And I'm like, okay, like, like it won't even cross their mind. Yeah. And I'm like, mm -hmm. hold up, like, I like what this guy did. Mm -hmm. So then you just you move on to the next or like okay yep. i want to do go out with them or like oh like no this is yeah. not like this guy's not for me yeah. and you see it for yourself yeah those, those little things and then those little things yeah. that you stick on you're like okay i like that like on the next time i go out with this person or with someone completely new i'm gonna like want that for myself that i didn't know yeah yeah this yeah, yeah. person could like show me exactly exactly and i 100 100 100 agree with that so i think that's the beauty like each first date is gonna be so different that it's gonna be beautiful and how with each date you go, it like builds up to what essentially you do want and what you don't allow. Yeah, absolutely. There was a girl back in December around uh, Christmas time I was talking to. And uh -huh. uh, like the second day I talked to her, she was already sending me her location, like sharing it with me 24 hours. And I was like, why are you, why are you sharing it with me? And she kind of went into it was like, you know, like, cause people like, the mistrust and you know how relationships get people don't want to um yeah. she was basically implying that she had been in a relationship before where somebody cheated whether it be her or the or her partner um by the way if someone cheated uh, if i found out a person i was talking to cheated in their past i i'm not gonna date them because once a cheater always a cheater in my in my in my opinion in my opinion i i don't i, I don't think um you know somebody else can believe that 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 might change but I, me personally i won't but anyways so she was saying like you know somebody had cheated and so she wanted to in her eyes i guess start off on the right foot and share her location with me and i had just gotten out of a relationship right? An eight month, almost a year relationship. And I never shared my location with this person. And this person lived in LA. Yeah. So, I was driving an hour to go see this person. I mean, they 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 did me wrong. and none, But nonetheless, I never shared my location with that person. I never asked them to share their location with me. So, when we're talking about online dating, I feel like that's, that's, a, that's a big thing. That's how technology kind of, yeah. it, it, it enables the the ability to do that. You know, like when my parents were growing up and dating, um, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people's parents who are listening to this right now, when they grew up, if you didn't call at a certain time, if you didn't pick up at a certain time, if you weren't at the phone, they left the message. That was it. You know what I mean? Um, if there was pagers, there was no such thing. You had to, you, you had no choice but to trust. You know what I mean? It's like, Hey, if I said I'm going to the, to, to go get groceries at this time of the day, this is what I'm going to go do. And you had to trust. And, and a lot of people might might be like, oh, well, you know, that's foolish. We shouldn't turn a blind eye. But at the same time, if you don't learn how to trust, you're, you're never going to be happy. Even if you, I, I have a great example, you know, I, I had a, a past relationship the, like when I said, well, we'll start designating names. We'll, uh, oh God. we'll call, we'll call this one M. Why M? Uh, Cause that's what her first name started with. Oh. M lived in LA. Okay, so this is a great example of how trust issues can ultimately make you shoot yourself in the foot. So when we talk about um, 
you know, people, people might think it's foolish to turn a blind eye. Some people may even think it's foolish of me to be the way I am where it's like, you know what? I'm going to trust someone completely. You know, like if they say they're going to do something, I'm going to trust them. I'm not going to track them down yeah. like a private investigator. So M would not, uh, long story short, she would not trust me. Um, I've never cheated in a relationship. And yes, I mean that that's 100% true, 100% authentic. So what M would do, M would accuse me of cheating. Her insecurity just would not let her go of the fact that maybe one day I would leave her for someone else and accuse me, accuse me, accuse me of any little thing that, that she thought in her head, right? Like she, she would have confirmation bias. So she would look at something and she would say, well, it has to be because you're cheating or it has to be because you want to be with somebody else, right? Yeah. Ultimately, what ended up happening, she cheated on me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, for me, I felt bad for the person. Yeah. You know, I, of course I was angry, but I think I felt bad because it's like, wow, like, you know, you, um, some people let their insecurities really, really take over their life and really, really, um, dictate what they're going to do with their life. Yeah. I, I, um, so I made this person cry in front of, uh, their new person and their family. Yeah. Because, because yes. I, because, because I didn't find out, I didn't find out like that they had cheated until after, you know, I didn't find that out until afterward. And so, you know, me being the person that I am, I'm a very up forward, straight up person. You know, I I feel like you can get that vibe from me. I'm very, I'm very upfront and uh, I don't know how I get away with some of the shit I say sometimes, but I do. And you know, the good, yeah, (laughs) the good Lord blesses me and he protects me and I ask him for his protection. I showed up, I pulled up on this person beforehand. I prayed, I said, Lord, you know, protect me with your shield, protect me with your armor. Cause I'm going in there to, to, for peace really. But if it turns ugly, I'm, I'm ready, you know, like I, I'm, I'm ready to, to do what I want to do. Yeah. And so I showed up and I wasn't so much asking for an apology. I was more asking for an admittance of like, Hey, you know, you accused me for months and weeks on end, dragging my dirt, dragging my dirt, dragging my name through the mud with your family, you know, like saying I'm this type of person. And so I really just wanted that person to look me in my eye and be like, you know what? Yeah, I lied. Yeah, I cheated. Like just, be just, just be upfront, right? Yeah. Because, because what I felt like was like this person would, we would split, right? And then they'd go post things on, on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, right? Yeah. And then when I come up in person, like they're crying, like, like, how are you going to do that? Like, that don't make no sense. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like most of the time people in relationships, I, I'll speak for myself here. I don't get mad when somebody fails or makes a mistake. I get mad when people lie about it. Of course, you know, if someone cheats on me, then of course, you know, the relationship's probably going to be done. But if you're, if you come at me and you're honest with me and you sit me down and you look me in my eye and say, this is what I did. You know, I, I I'm responsible for what I've done and I put the ball in your court. Then yeah, you know, I'll be upset. Shit, I might make him cry again. But, 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 but the level of respect that I will have for you for being accountable is tremendous. And, and I can give plenty of stories of other girls who have broken up with me and been straight up and I'm still friends with them to this day. There's a girl, we'll call her T. That's where her name starts with. We've been on and off for like the past four years. Every time we've ever had to split or every time we've ever been like, okay, you know, we want to go different path. Every single time she's always pulled me to the side and been 100% real with me. The first time we ever like broke up, she told me that she had come out as lesbian. So that was a big thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was a big, cause she hadn't even told her parents yet. 
And she just told me straight up, you know, like, this is where I'm at in my life. You know, I don't really have feelings for you anymore. I know it was really hard. I could see it in her face. It was really hard for her to tell me, but I'm so grateful that she had the balls to tell me. After that, we went our separate ways. Yeah. And then she came back into my life and we dated again a little bit two years later in 2020. The only reason why we were able to get back together and actually like see if there was still something there and still really remain friends to this day is because of the fact she was honest. She didn't sit around and be like, oh, well, you know, you know, John, I'm scared that you're going to leave me for someone else or I'm scared that, you know, this, this X, Y, and Z. She just said, no, this is, this is the way it is. You know, I'm going to leave the ball in your court. I'm going to be fair. If she goes off one day and she gets married and she has kids or whatever she decides to do with her life, I support her 100%. But that's the level of respect that you get from being honest with people. Yeah. You know, if some, if you're honest with someone and they want to go psychopath on you, that's on them. That's on them. Really, that, that that's a personal issue they got to work out, yeah. you know? Back when, uh, right after I made my ex-girlfriend M cry, I literally called T right afterward a little bit. Yo, this is back in November of 2021. I call her, you know, after the fact that I'm going through like a really emotional time with this ex-girlfriend that I had that lived in LA a couple days right after. I said, yo, T, like, you know, I've been thinking we don't really ever get our timing right, but I'm ready like to get our timing right because... I see now that after what I've been through and after the other people I've dated, you rise to the top because of the fact that you're always respectful and honest. Unfortunately, I had called her just three days after she moved to the South. So she was living like right down the street from me and uh, she was already with someone else. So I was pretty devastated. You know, I, I was pretty devastated. It hurt. Uh, how do I explain it? I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. I was happy for the person because I was like, this person deserves happiness and they've done nothing but treat me right. I, I've never, I've never done this in, in any relationship. I've ever, I, like, I always respect the happy home. I'm always very respectful of people's happy homes, but it was the only time I've ever sat there and told her, I was like, one, I was like, look, I was like, I never told you while we were together, but I love you. And two, if you ever want to, you know, reconsider, I'm more than happy to reconsider. And I've never done that. I've never said that ever to any girl, any past girl I've ever been with while they're in a relationship. That was a, a big thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. You know what? Oh, shit. You know what? I mean, I can own up to it. You know, I, um, yeah, I did it. I mean, but I'll say this, like, I wouldn't, I, I don't want to destroy a happy home. Absolutely yeah. not. If this person's happy with the person they're with, I don't want to create doubts in their head and I don't want to create thoughts in their head like, oh, well, I could be happy. No, 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 absolutely not. Because I've hated when people have left me for other people or cheated on me. It was more so that I was just saying that so that I didn't feel like I left anything on the table. You know what's funny? I get two impressions from girls. It's either they think I'm an innocent square, I've done nothing, or they think I'm a player. It's like never in between. And... I feel like everybody lies somewhere in between. I'm a sweetheart. I really it's am. It's that water sign in you, that Pisces. No, absolutely not. What? For all the people out there, you're not talking about them Pisces, man. For those who know, you know. Really? Oh, being players? Really? No, being like sweethearts. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, they're very like... Lovey-dovey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's me. I don't know if you can relate to that, but... Yeah, I definitely can, but I don't I don't think it's because of my, my zodiac sign. I think it's more so my genetics. My like, personality. My personality, my genetics, uh, and how my family is. Like, when I say I'm not a player, I, I mean that because at the end of the day, 
you know, besides my career goals, one of my big, big life goals is to be a husband and a father. Anytime I like actually date someone, like seriously ask them to be my girlfriend, like I sit down and say, hey, will you be my girlfriend? I eventually want it to lead to marriage. And no, I don't mean like in a year or like six months. No, absolutely not. It's more so when I ask you to be my girlfriend, it's more so it's like, hey, I think there's a legitimate chance that sometime in the near future within the next three to four years, yeah. I could see myself marrying you and starting a life with you. By, by stating like, this is what I want and yeah. like communicating it with that person. Yeah, because, you know, at, at the end of the day, you don't want to scare anyone and be like, I want marriage and kids. Like, but let's say like that's what you want. So mm -hmm. if let's say that person's like, no, like I want to get married in the next five years. Are you going to accommodate what their needs or you're going to like stick to your needs? Me entiendes? Yeah. Or most likely what happens is compromise. You meet somewhere huh. in the middle. You compromise with both of each other's needs and you're like, okay, we want this A, B, and C. Me entiendes? Yeah. I feel like a lot of the things that people who are struggling in relationships need to understand that compromise is essential. You can't give up your identity completely for the person you want to be in love with. But at the same time, you have to understand that it takes sacrifice. I think I'm having an identity crisis as far as uh, my career path. I've been playing football for the last nine years on and off, almost a decade. And I've been wanting to play professional football since I was five. Being a professional athlete, whether for me being a football player, whether that means playing in the United States, in Europe, in other countries, in Canada, whether it's uh, like the USFL, NFL, CFL, it's a big sacrifice time-wise, mentally, physically, you know, and me personally, as I grow up and I see things from a more, I guess, adult perspective, it definitely challenges my, my old views. You know, my old views growing up was I don't need a family. I don't need partnership. I don't need intimacy. I don't need those things. You know, I can have all those things later. I can just put my head down and grind and just work to, I guess, quote unquote, you could say, prove people wrong. It's a lot of perspective. Because at the end of the day, everybody's playing days comes to an end. But you have to make sure that you do it for the right reasons. Once you enter the college level, like where I'm at right now, playing intercollegiate football, it becomes a business. You know, the fun kind of gets taken out of it. It's, I can tell you how my schedule usually goes. My schedule would go while I was in season, while I'm training, is wake up at about 5.36, stretch, roll, eat, ice and massage, whatever I got to do. 7.30 to 8.30, I'm traveling to school from 9 to maybe about noon or one three four hours i have class after that another stretch after that weight room lifts with the team so you do that right usually have film afterward i would go to a training session with coach watson shout out coach watson watson factory and i'd come back and do a whole collegiate practice so and then afterward once you drive all the way back home you still gotta do recovery you gotta take a nice bath ice massage cup whatever you gotta do film and on top of that your homework and then rinse and repeat four or five, six days a week. As I'm going through this process, as, as I'm, as I'm, you know, sacrificing all these things, I don't really have time for a relationship or a job, really. So as I sit there, what gets sacrificed a lot of the times is my own personal needs. I think that that was, that was a big thing. I, I now as an adult, I'm having to factor in is that I'm human. I want a marriage. I want kids. Maybe not right now, but it's definitely something that I want. How do I put myself in the best position to fulfill myself as a human being, not as a football player, but as a human being? That identity crisis comes from, you know, really me questioning whether I want to continue to play. If I continue to play, essentially my chances of finding that, it's not impossible. You know, plenty of people find relationships, but knowing how I am, Personally, that those chances go down. My question is right now is, 
you know, do I want to give myself what I need or do I want to continue on this journey that I set out on almost 10 years ago? So that's kind of the journey I'm on right now. It's figuring out whether I'm just experiencing a bump in the road or if I'm really having a change of heart and I'm maybe maturing growing up. I, I just don't know. Only time will tell. You'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, pero está bien que te estés preguntando eso porque I feel like we all go through that, like asking ourselves, are we on the right path? Are we making the right decision? And I feel like you just have to take, you know, the leap of faith and be like, you know what, F it, I'm going to do this or I'm going to move on to something better or yeah. move on to something that I feel is right for myself now. I feel like you're saying, like, oh, it's going to be too late or oh, it's like my time is now, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like, you know, family and like marriage, like that will always be there. ¿Me entiendes? Yeah, 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 like, exactly. Siempre va a estar eso, mm -hmm. you know, like yeah. that when that person, like when you, when you meet that person and things like connect and you build with them. Because like I've talked about this before, like essentially you don't need anyone. I do agree. We don't need anyone. Okay. But at the same time, biologically, we were made to be social creatures. Me being religious is, you know, when God created man, he didn't create cars. He didn't create money trees. He created women. Why? Because at the end of the day, he understood that family is what really is important. You know, the relationships we build with each other is what what's important. When you die, you know, who comes to your funeral? People, not your car, not your house. People say, I would trade everything that this person left me, any inheritance, anything, just to have 10 seconds with them. Yeah. 100%. And I know I'm coming off as a big lover boy. In this. Religious boy too. A religious boy. <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like I need somebody because I've been single for 10 months at a time, yeah. years at a time. Regardless of in my mind sometimes of whether I like it or not, at the end of the day, I was made to be a husband and a father one day. It took me a long time to, to really come to grips with that. It's definitely one of my goals. Now, have I always done that? Have I always behaved that way? No, I have not. I can't make any guarantees and I will not make any guarantees because I am just human. But now in this present moment, in this, this present moment, this is where I stand. You know, I could do a six month recap. We come in here. I'd be like, yo, Melanie, I'm going crazy in these streets, man. I, I'm, going I, I'm already going to get married. No, no. I'd be like, no. well, where's my invitation? No, fraud. No, fraud. No, no, no. No, I mean like, no, I mean like, like I could be out there doing fraudulent activities. Mm. It could change because life, life really does come at you fast and, and it changes. Like for me, a red flag is clinginess too fast. Ooh. I actually go into the science behind it, the psychology behind it, the attachment style, somebody who has a like an anxious attachment style, uh, clinginess uh, very soon is a red flag. It means that from their childhood or from their upbringing or something traumatic that because of whatever happened or any trauma that they had, that's why they act the way they act out in relationships. And there's also avoidant um, attachment styles as well. People who, I forgot what the exact science behind it is, but people who have avoidant attachment styles tend to like neglect their partners and kind of not give them really attention or it's really hard for them to show their emotion. Whereas anxious attachment styles, they're like overly clingy and overly possessive and overly just attached. I've been on several dates where I'm I want to hear some of your red flags. What are some of your red flags from a guy? Wanting to fuck on the first date? Is, is that is that a red flag for you? Oh, I haven't really got that, really? that vibe. Really? Maybe from one person. I've, maybe, heard, I've, 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 I've gone. I've, well, that in that matter, it could go both ways. It does go both ways because I've had the opposite where I've had girls want to have sex with me on the first day. And yeah. I'm like, no, like that's not that's not how I roll. And then there's guys automatically who want to do it with yeah. me. And you're like, no, because that definitely shows their intentions to me. Yeah. And it's okay. You just want to like do it. Okay. And then what? Like Exactly. And then what? And then what? Like, like, okay, like, you know, it's like, you know, pleasurable for both of us, but okay, then it's like, okay, and then what? 
Exactly. I just met you, or like, I don't want to do that with you. Like, yeah. Because you're not obligated to do anything with anyone. Exactly. It was hard for me to understand at first that if a girl wants to have sex on the first date, that I don't have to do it. I felt very pressured as a man to, to do it on occasions. But I digress. I have standards. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The second that you let's say you do that, or however things like roll in that relationship, that's how it's going to like. I said, I said, yeah. Uh, 100%. 100%. They're going to be like, oh, like she already opened up in me in that way. It's, exactly. What else do you have to like hold up? Like, why buy the cow when the milk's free? There you go. Right there. It's el dicho. And all people will be like, like, that doesn't matter. Like, oh, like. Yeah, to some people it's more arbitrary. Sex is arbitrary to some people. Like, who cares? Like, that's your state of mind. And they're like, you know what? F it. I want to like do it with this person and, you know, get crazy. Like, yeah little whole face like go whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> like do whatever you want like go ahead mm-hmm. like going back to me it's like i wouldn't it's not the way you want to be viewed it's not yeah. the standard that you want to be held and regarded in someone else's mind you know and 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 i can say now that uh, as i'm growing up as i'm becoming a man i definitely that's more um that's more desirable one of the things i really admired about you was the respect you had for yourself you know when you have self-respect for yourself you're going to respect your partner you're going to respect boundaries and you're going to understand what you're willing to take yeah exactly well weeks ago weeks ago now i went out on a date with someone you know and they eventually they wanted something else they they wanted to hook up and i was like i'm not open to that yeah and I guess they didn't like, hey, you know, make it out on a ching. I was like, post it. Hey, they don't exist. They yeah. don't exist. But yeah. I was like, I'm not, that's not who I am as a person. Like, I'm not just going to like do that with you just for like, you know, after like, just whatever. for the fuck of it. And you know, maybe I thought about it, but I was like, no, like, because if I really wanted to, I would have done it. Of course. Of you course. You know, like, yeah. if you really, I, no, it's your se integrity. Me, it's your yeah, integrity. like, it, no, se me sale. Mm-hmm. Me entiendes? Like, yeah. that's not who I am. Yeah. And I don't, want to perceive someone that i'm not for just for someone's like comfort mm-hmm. and be like whoa, 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 whoa and people can say whatever the hell they want to say about me but that's just like not the person that i am yeah. and i'm not gonna like downgrade or disrespect myself just for someone else's like pleasure, comfort. pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you you have standards yeah right and there's a difference between demanding respect and commanding respect you know you don't like you said you let a man like you've been saying on the dates, you let him do what he's going to do because at at the end of the day, he's going to show you who he is. If you try to put him in a box and say, I demand respect from you, then of course he's going to play whatever cards he has to play to get what he wants. But if you let him do it on his own and you say, this is where I'm at. Like you've been saying, like I have respect for myself, you know, and this is where I stand. This is how I view things. Then you let them get to whatever point they need to navigate. And they're, they're going to show you their true colors. Mm -hmm on their own like don't tell me who you are show me who you are yes absolutely absolutely going back to first dates you have to trust those signs and those little things that people do because come say those actions that they're gonna like repeat themselves yeah they're little they're little leaks from the whole dam so that that whole entire individual Mm -hmm. yeah and if you just miss those signs back to red flags back to red flags you just missed the whole assignment yeah you failed the assignment. That's what I'm trying to say. So it's like, el que tú me demuestres es la persona que voy a ver en quien eres. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm not going to hear him like, you're like, oh, this, this, and that. Like, no, like. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah. And that's, that's, preach to that. You have to trust a man's actions and what he demonstrates to you, essentially. It's who he is. Yeah. And vice versa. Same thing. Like when a woman shows you who she is, you have to believe it. And yeah. I think, I think that was one of the hard things when I was younger. <laughs> uh, I used to let a pretty face negate 
red flags. Mm-hmm. So I used to just be like, oh, fuck it. She's pretty and she, she's hot, you know, so like, <laughs> fuck all the, you know, she can change yeah. or she can yeah. grow. Oh. And ooh, the, ooh. those were, those were hard times. Ooh. I had to learn the hard way. Que, you know, so, hay mucho, 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 mucho bonitas caras allá. And, you know, <laughs> for Melanie, for girls, there's a lot of handsome guys out there. For guys, there's a lot of beautiful women out there. And you can't let that be your deciding factor of whether you want to continue something serious with them. I know. That's <laughs> 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 just messy. But yeah, like that's where you ask yourself, like, is it going to be the appearance or the personality? And tying back with that online, like that's the first thing you see. You know? Unfortunately. Mm-hmm, that's where you see, you're like, oh, that's their face. And I'm going to be honest, sometimes that's how I judge people. And like, I don't like to, but I'm like. Well, it's it's natural. I mean, we're wired to go after attractive partners. Oh, for sure. You know? yeah. But don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> I learned the hard way, too, that you can't settle and expect. You can't think that just because someone's ugly, they have a good personality, too. You learn with experience and with time that there are a lot of attractive partners out there, but you ha- you learn how to filter them. Mm-hmm. You learn how to be like, okay, this person has a pretty face and a good heart. This person yeah. is pretty face, terrible heart, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, just dodging each bullet. Yeah, basically, until you want to get away. until you want to get hit by one. You know? Oh! <laughs> until you jump in front and let it like, let, let it hit, hit your heart. Right here. Let it hit right here. Yep. Right here. Yep. And you know it's it a, almost went in. It almost gave a little damn. But like, that's what she said. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> no, I'm playing. Another thing too that ties in with this, I think another red flag would be when people like talk about their exes. Yeah. Like, people they still are not over. I've heard a lot of girls tell me, you know, friends, cousins, family members, they'll tell me that a big red flag is when a guy talks about their ex. It just they makes it like, uncomfortable. It Mentimes, I experienced that and I was like, okay, I don't, I don't like that. Cause it's no, like, you're no. still dwelling. You want us to kind of clean up the pieces. You want us to be the martyr for it. You're yeah. still processing needing to process that for yourself. And yeah. I don't know why you're still sitting here in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. trying to like say your side of the story. Yeah. In relationships, let's say breakups or whatever. Yeah. There's always two sides to it. If you don't get to see both sides, obviously you take one side of the story. Yeah, of course. But they're both valid. That's what uh, I want to yeah. say. Absolutely, absolutely. And as I grew up, as I matured, I really had to learn that. You learn how to forgive and move on because you understand that from my perspective, yeah, it was fuck you know, some of some of the things, not everything, you know. I've had I've had really good, you know. Yeah. I've had good experiences, I've had bad experiences. Feeling. But you always you always gotta keep things into perspective. Mm-hmm. That's a but yeah, that's I mean it's a learning experience. Um I definitely do not have all the answers. Um I, I feel like I'm like sometimes I'm the last person to be talking about these things because I uh I have a history, not a bad history, not a long history either. I have my ups I've had my ups and downs. I was going to say, um, where do you, where do you guys see the dating scene going? For example, me and Melanie, we met on Bumble, which is a dating app. Although we're friends, that's how people meet now. You know, not everybody, you know, Uh, now personally in my own dating life, I like to meet people in person. That's how I roll now. But most, I would say a good majority of people still go on online dating apps. So my question to you guys, the audience would be, uh, where do you guys see the future in dating going? Do you, what are some of the pros you see? Like, what are some of the good things that are going to arise from the fact that technology is more involved? And what are some of the major cons that are going to come with the fact that technology becomes to become more and more involved? That's the question. That's it. Yeah. Now I need you to answer. Oh, okay. All right. Because, no, I'm going to ask people and then I'm going to put it in. Oh, okay. Okay. So the beauty of online dating is that. 
That was it for part one with our guest, Jonathan. Make sure to send over your responses to this week's questions for it to be featured in part two, which will be coming out the next following episode. I hope all of you enjoyed the conversation we brought out today and where we wrap it up on part two. So stay tuned for that. And gracias a todos por escuchar este episodio. We'll see you all later. Oye, I'd love to hear your feedback on today's episode or any other previous Hola Let's Chat episode. Feel free to leave it on our Apple, Spotify, or Instagram. Who knows, your review may be featured in the next episode. So vayan a dejarlo. Thank you everyone so much for listening to another episode of Hola Let's Chat. I'm your host, Melanie, and that is a wrap.